Hi there, we are back with the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast, and today is a Wake Up Eager Mind, Body, Spirit episode. I'm talking with a 93-year-old runner who didn't start running until he's 70, and he's running still today. He just did a 10K last month. He's got great insight to share with us about uh, staying fit and healthy and a bit about his journey, and I'm, I'm eager to share it with you. Hit it, Michael. Welcome to the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast, a show designed for leaders, trainers, and consultants who are responsible for employee selection and professional development. Each episode is packed full with insider tips, best practices, expert interviews, and inspiration. Please welcome the host who is helping leaders, trainers, and consultants everywhere, Susie Price. Hi, my name is Susie Price, and you are listening to the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast, where we cover everything related to helping you and the employees in your organizations build a high commitment, low drama, wake up eager workforce. Bottom line, we want to help leaders in organizations make good decisions about their people. And in this podcast and the work we do every day, we provide tools, tips, and expert interviews designed to help create wake up eager individuals, teams, leaders, and the entire workforce. So, I am excited about this episode because this gets us to some personal development topics and there's nothing more important than feeling healthy and confident and being able to move about in the world with that level of confidence. Um, you know, it's hard to have that level of confidence when we don't feel well, we're spending time in the medical system. And that's kind of one of my big objectives and has been for many years is to stay healthy and take control of my own well-being. And that's something I can work on. I can't always control everything, but I can control, you know, how I spend my time, what I eat, how, make sure I feel good in my body, paying attention when I don't. And so, you know, I love the statement, the greatest wealth is health. And it reminds us that no matter what our financial possessions may be, health is our most valuable asset. If we don't have that, then it doesn't matter how successful uh, we are or, or how much money we have. So we've got to prioritize this. And it's not easy to do in this busy world. And we're all working so hard and we have so much to do and so much to juggle. So I like these reminders. We have much material on our website related to waking up eager personally. And I'll, I'll link to a lot of that in the show notes. But that's why we're kind of coming back to this topic a little bit. Plus, it's the end of the year. We'll be in January soon where we're all thinking about, oh, I should have been a little bit more healthy during November and December. So this will be a little start of that where you'll have some insights. This is episode 98. And we're talking about healthy aging secrets from Augie Leon. He's a 93-year-old marathoner. He's going to talk about the nutritarian lifestyle and diet. You're going to learn about a new diet lifestyle. It's not that new, but it's very specific. I mean, you'll, you'll understand some of it and might uh, be of interest to you. We're going to talk about his benefits for health and longevity. We give you lots of resources and tools related to it. And then he's going to talk about his personal influences and healthy habits. If you want to look at the show notes and look at all the links to the resources that we talk about here today, go to pricelessprofessional.com forward slash healthy aging secrets. I want to tell you a little bit about Augie's bio. He, he has a story of a happy and fulfilling life. You're going to hear that in his conversation. He was born, I love to tell the date because we're highlighting the fact that he's living so well into his 90s. He was born January the 8th, 1930. He was born in Kankakee, 
Illinois. I'm sure I'm not saying that city correctly. He, uh, he got a mathematics degree in 1952, and he joined, then he joined the Air Force and was a first lieutenant, spent some time in Greenland. He married his wife, Josephine. He refers to her as dear wife, very affectionately and sweet, in 1956. Uh, he has uh, three children, four grandchildren, and no great-grandchildren, but been married 67 years. He went back and got a mechanical engineering degree, and throughout his career, he spent time at, at Johnson & Johnson and General Foods. He specialized in packaging equipment for products. He retired early in 1987, and uh, he talks a bit about some of the things that he is, uh, appreciates in his life. His wife, Josie, was a mom, but she also played the keyboard and was a leader of her own dance band. How cool is that, right? And it was called Joe and the Boys. And they played every Saturday night, and it was Augie's job to drive the group to the gig and set up the band. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I mean, I wish I wish they had been my parents. Sounds like they were having fun and being creative. He mentions here that he was a scuba diver at one point, and he talks a little bit in our discussion about taking a beginner running course in his early 40s, and then kind of work took over and he got away from running, but then he started back running when he retired and was living in Florida, which is a great dream. He, what he says was my dream life, you know, to be able to run and do the cruising. They do a ton of cruises. He talks about that. And then the nutritarian diet, he started in his 70s in 2002, and he credits that for his ability to continue to run and, and, and run past most runners age out at about 75, I think he says, 75, 79. And the fact that he's 93 and just did a 10K this month is amazing. So they live in Jacksonville, Florida now. And he says his overall goal is to maintain a healthy lifestyle running, cruising, and enjoying our family. And I want to make a note, we had a few technical challenges with the volume on his iPad, so neither one of us thought about turning the volume up. So we're going to patch in some of my questions uh, because we spent a, few, a little bit of time saying, oh, can you hear me? So we, so if it's a little awkward there, um, that's okay. The content that he shares, he's a wonderful individual, um, and I know you'll get a lot from it. So let's go to the the discussion now. Hi, Augie. Thank you for being here today. Well, thank you, Susie. I'm extremely honored that you're offering me this opportunity. I'm so glad to learn about you. I've been reading a, reading your forum posts and just uh, so excited about what you represent and what you have to share. And so we'll jump right in. And I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about your wonderful running journey and about the nutritarian way of eating and talk a little bit about how you started this, why you started it, how you stick with it, and anything you want to share. Well, okay. Well, I just want to start off by saying, yes, I am a nutritarian, and uh, I really fully believe that at my age 93, I'm only here be and running because of my conversion to the nutritarian diet. Now, we say it's a diet, but it's not really a diet. It's a healthy eating lifestyle. But I was 70 before I took charge of my health and made that a top priority. And that's when I started reading books on vegetarian, vegan, and even tried all raw. Then I finally found the book Eat to Live by Dr. Furman, and that was my inspiration. Now, I have told many, mostly on cruises, that I'm a nutritarian. No one has ever heard that word before. So just for those who don't know, it's a high-nutrient, plant-based diet. It means eating only the healthiest foods. So the healthiest foods makes the healthiest diet. Now, as they say, 
What a concept. Anyway, anyway, people just won't accept that concept. <laughs> it is not a starvation diet. Now, I've been on this diet now over 20 years, and I started out at 165 pounds. I got down after a few months to 140 and stayed there for years. Now I'm at 135 pounds. Wow. And that's Dr. Furman's weight from my height of five foot six inches. Now, for some of my other health statistics, I take no prescriptions. I'm proud of that one. My cholesterol is in the 150 range. My resting pulse is around 46. Now I have what I call an Omron fat scale. And that gives me a body fat of like 14.6%, a visceral fat of five. And the one I like, I think is funny, it says my body age is 44. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> now, I love that. Now, I think this diet is so beneficial and so good because it keeps your arteries clean. So with clean arteries, you don't get the common diseases like high blood pressure, heart disease, dementia, high cholesterol. So it will keep them clean. And if you have clogged arteries, this diet will clear them, guaranteed. It may take three to six months, but it will happen. And I'm, a, as I say, a, one of one that says it does work. Now I'll start off on my running if that's okay with you here. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. I love your description of the Nutritarian diet. Very clear. And the benefits are very clear. Let's talk a little bit about your running, which is I see your posts. You have a conversation with some other runners on the Furman Forum. And I think last week or recently you ran a 10K. I think that's amazing. Talk a little bit about your running, how you started, and a little bit about that. Okay. Well, my introduction to running actually was back in my late 40s. Don't know why, but I joined a beginner's running club at a Kankakee, Illinois, YMCA at 6 in the morning before work. And we finally got up to three miles. But I only did that a couple of years. I had an unexpected job transfer from Illinois to Michigan. And that ended my running. Then it was 18 years later that I started running again when I was living in Florida on A1A. And that's, that was like a dream life from the cold weather to running along the ocean. Anyway, I was about to turn 70. And I thought, what can I do special for my 70th birthday? And our local running store had a, a training program for a marathon at Disney on January the 9th, 2020. That was one day after my 70th birthday. So that was perfect timing. So I joined that, and I couldn't believe I was doing training runs up to 18 miles. But it worked, and I ran my first marathon at 70. Now, I was hooked. I was just, I became a marathon maniac after that. I ran 48 marathons in the next 16 years, averaging three a year. And two of those were 50Ks, 31 miles, which is the start of ultra marathons. And I did those at age 82 and 83. So anyway, I did Disney uh, four times. Now, Disney sounds like fun, but actually most of the run is in the service roads between theme parks. And uh, then I did Boston three times. Uh, I qualified for my first Boston in Chicago with four hours, 29 minutes, and 24 seconds. That was my fastest. And one year I did Boston and New York just two weeks apart. And at any rate, I did one international, that was London, going past all the sites and, and ending in uh, Buckingham Palace. 
But my favorite marathon, though, is uh, Anchorage, Alaska. And that's, uh, I did that four times. What's good about that, it's just a wildlife preserve. No roads, no cars, just, just runners and bicycles. And each year I saw a moose and calf along the way. And that was my last marathon at age 85. And along the way, I, uh, I did uh, 36 half marathons, five sprint triathlons. A sprint triathlon is a quarter mile ocean swim, 12 mile bike ride, and a 5K. They're a lot of fun. So I did, uh, I've done up to 20,000 miles running, up to 450 races. Now, all races aren't the same. And sometimes I even surprise and amaze myself. Anyway, but my favorite race. Oh, there's a little rain starting here. I don't know if you hear that or not. Anyway, my favorite race is uh, the Jacksonville Gate River Run 15K. That's uh, 9.3 miles. Now, it's a famous race because it's, it's for the national championship. So there's up to 18,000 runners through that race. So I'm the oldest to have run that one now, uh, doing it 22 times, and I'm registered for next year. Now, as I like to say, I'm proud of what I've done. Uh, but many runners have done that. Yeah, but it's not what I've done, but the age at which I started. And I started when most runners age out. And they age out because of heart trouble. If you look at records, most runners age out between 75 and 79. You find very few runners after that. And that's the nice thing, it's because of heart trouble. So you have to stay heart healthy, and a healthy diet is the only way. And I think the Nutritarian diet is the best. So yes. that would lead me into how I started the Nutritarian diet. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. I'll just say I started the Nutritarian diet. I was fortunate in my life, in my younger days, my childhood days where we had a garden, and I ate right out of the garden. But we moved and eventually evolved into the standard American diet. And my dad in particular became a heavy steak and potato eater. And I didn't realize how fatal the words were when I heard the doctor tell my dad, you're a very sick man. But he died at 84 from colon cancer. And it was my firm belief that the meat and potato eating was the cause. So that was the seed. But I didn't change my diet for years after that. It wasn't actually after until I finished my first marathon that I got decided to make health my priority. And that's when I found the firm's book, Eat to Live. And it made sense. And it told you what you could expect from the diet. One thing about common sense I always like to comment on is butter. Butter is 100% fat, goes right straight to your fat cells, has no nutritional value. So why on earth should you eat butter? You know. And the book also debunks all the myths about diet that the food industry puts out there. Like eating chicken and fish is better than beef. Well, that's not true. <laughs> All animals, doesn't make any difference which it is, all have the same amount of cholesterol. So, you know, the body makes all the cholesterol it needs. So any additional cholesterol just goes to clogging the arteries. It's just that simple. Now, the only difference between chicken and fish and meat is the amount of saturated fat. That's it. That's all they're promoting. Anyway, I don't know how to emphasize how bad animal protein is for the body. Another myth, and that includes chicken that includes eggs, cheese, and milk. Now, another myth is, is milk for calcium. That's not true, but you're going to have to read the book to explain that one. I figure that one out. Another one is orange juice for vitamin C. A glass of juice will have like six to eight 
oranges juice. The juice from six to eight oranges, that's way too much sugar. So don't drink juice, just to eat the fruit and you get all you need. There's another one, Dr. Firma says, no SOS. That means no salt, no oil, no sugar. That's part of the diet. I like what Dr. Firma says, this diet is a longevity eating lifestyle. Weight loss is a side benefit. So longevity is what got my attention and what I like about it. He also states another way, it's a sustains excellent health, delays aging, and gives you a long active life. So I can say it has done all that for me, and it's not because I have good genes. You have to earn it. I think that ends that question. That's excellent. That's excellent. You know, the long running career that you have is tied completely to your diet. I know people comment, what I've noticed from my working out is how I can work out so much longer now that I've been on the Nutritarian diet. I don't have aches and pains. It's anti-inflammatory. Some people have commented to me about how much I work out. And I always turn it back to kind of like what you're saying. I attribute it to the diet. I can work out long and hard, you know, better than when I was in my 20s and 30s because of the diet. And then I'm not feeling better because I'm working out. I'm feeling better because of the diet. So I like your sharing of the diet and how it's let you let you continue to be passionate about your running career. That's fantastic. Talk about the biggest challenge to getting started and talk about uh, how you, you know, I know you go on a lot of cruises. Talk about that, going on cruises. How do you stay on the diet? Talk a little bit about any of that. Okay. Well, as I always say, my biggest challenge was my dear wife wasn't too enthusiastic about the diet. And she says, if you want to eat this way, you got to prepare it. So me, who never prepared a meal in our 40 years of marriage, took over the kitchen, except for making soup. Now, I surely didn't do too good at the start, but she, unfortunately, she put up with it. So I didn't have any setbacks in my 16 years of running marathons. I was in a mood. I was like possessed, ecstatic, fanatical, all that about running on the diet. That's what kept me going. Now, I did have those setbacks uh, when I started cruising because going to the dining room was a cruise thing to do. And even though I ate the uh, vegan menus and salads, I was still put on three or four pounds at the end of a cruise. So we finally decided no dining room. So we just have a breakfast and a late afternoon large salad. And sometimes I might have a couple hors d'oeuvres in the evening. So basically, we went to a two-meal day. And we went two meal days cruising and at home. And that solved that their issue there. Do you find you get hungry? Some people might be listening and wondering if you get hungry. Well, uh, somewhat, but uh, uh, it, it wasn't that bad. That didn't bother us. Both of us could feel fine with just a two meal day. Yeah. And it's worked out great. I think that's what caused me to drop that pounds from uh, 140 to 135 is doing to that. What I have found is the high nutrients, eating a lot of nutrients makes me less hungry than when I was eating other food. Do you find that? The the nutrients in the food, all the vegetables and all the minerals and, you know, the nuts and the seeds and all that, that helps a lot. Yes. Actually, uh, my dear wife and I, she says she's full from eating the vegetables. A good variety of vegetables in the salad and we try to mix them up. And, uh, but that's my job. I do. <laughs> I pick that out. And, uh, beans in there is a must. Um, you know, that's part of the diet. There's a lot of, I didn't go into, uh, what consists of the diet, but, uh, let's do that. Share that if you would. 
what 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 consists the diet? Do the G bombs or share you that if you're open to it? Well, the diet has particular food groups you have to have, and that is a large salad is mandatory. A half a cup of beans, medium every day. Three to four uh, fruits every day. Some nuts and seeds every day. And I think I might miss something in here, but anyway, those are required every day, and uh, they're easy to get. He uses an acronym in the book, and I'll just share it real quick here. The acronym is G bombs. Oh, the acronym G bombs. Yeah, the G bombs: yeah. green yeah. beans, onions, mushroom berries, and seeds. That's that's what's uh, required. Yes, that is the according to Furman in the book Eat to Live is the the are the the nutrients that give us the longest life, the longest, healthiest life. They're the nutrients for longevity and anti-aging, the G-bombs. So, yes. What else do you want to say about the diet and about running and uh, staying consistent and strong? Well, okay. Uh, Well, let's see. Well, if I go back into my running, (laughs) that's my favorite subject anyway. People always ask me if I run every day. That's the, when I hear I'm a runner, you know, at that my age, you know, and of course not, you know. Now I'm down to like three days a week, and, and I do the same thing on the cruise. On cruises, I'm up at 6 a.m. on the jogging track, and I'm not alone. So during the week here at home, uh, I have a Saturday and Sunday morning running groups, and I meet them at 6.30 every morning. That means I set the alarm at 5.30, and I get waking up eager going to meet my friends. And usually uh, I do three to four miles, but I always get in one six-miler a week just to maintain my endurance for the 15K. Now, I, as I say, I don't run steady. I do a run-walk. I have a beeper that runs off, sets off every 30 seconds. So I don't walk any longer than 30 seconds, but I can run longer depending on how I feel. Now, just one other thing. I have some affirmations that I like, and that is pick a dream goal. And that, cha- that affects your whole life. Uh, dream goal makes you something to focus on, and that sparks your life. That's an important item, and I go by that. My dream goal was a marathon. Now it's to maintain that 15K and a half marathon is still in, in my mind. So you have to pick your own dream goal. Anyhow, that's uh, one other item I like to bring up here, though, is there's a benefit of fitness. You know, I, you know it's not easy staying fit, but few people can do what I do. You know, what I like to say is you gotta you got to exercise beyond your comfort zone. That means you have to sweat. You know, I, I feel comfortable. I like to push the limits of the body, and, and the races do that. So that kind of feel like that's my secret to life. Love it. There's one more comment in there. Clint Eastwood recently turned 93, and he has this saying, when I get up in the morning, I don't let the old man in. And and running in this diet, I don't let the old man in. I love that. I love that, Augie. <laughs> That's beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, Augie, let's talk a little bit more about who most influenced you in your life and, and other things that are uh, you would like to share that are inspiring or meaningful to you about life and any advice you'd like to give. Okay, yeah. I you know, actually what influ- I can't point to anyone who influenced me. Other than my mother, it kind of influenced me to picking my dear wife. And that worked out great. We've been married 67 years. But what I really learned the most from was my part-time jobs. I think I had a lot of part-time jobs. And I had one job between college semesters working in a furniture manufacturing plant. And I saw what it was like working on a production line. 
and I just didn't want part of that. Now, in my college days, the draft there was a military draft two years in the Army. So I wanted a different experience, so I took four years in the Air Force, and that was one of my best decisions. And I wasn't a pilot, but I sat behind the pilot in a jet fighter aircraft, and I really enjoyed that, and it was a great four years. And after I discharged, I was discharged, I uh, went to the University of Illinois and got my degree in mechanical engineering. So basically, uh, my part-time jobs influenced me the most. That's wonderful. Thank you. Let's go to waking up eager, things that you do for your mind, body, and spirit. Waking up easier. Well, runners are a great example of waking up easier. <laughs> who, else, <laughs> who else gets up at 5.30, set the alarm at 5.30? I'm willing to drive 30 miles to do a 5K race, only 3.1 miles. And I get up, uh, oh, I'm, see, I run, I drive 17 miles for my Saturday run, 12 miles for my Sunday run. We do that just for the camaraderie of our fellow runners. And, you know, and I have to admit, though, uh, at races, and I do a lot of those, uh, I like the attention I get because everybody likes to talk to me and congratulate me for all I do. And they always say, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> That's wonderful. So are there other things that you do for mind, body, and spirit that help you wake up eager? Well, besides running and a uh, little exercise, no, that's my life right now. I have to say that running is my exercise and, and, I, and cruising uh, is our other hobby right now. That, that's really our life, my life right now. Yeah. I was just wondering, Augie, if you had additional advice, additional tips for people who are listening, who are younger, to have a good life. You're living a good life. Told us some of the secrets. I didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to share. If I had to do over again, I would have become an endurance, an ultra runner, because I really enjoyed long distances. And other things I would do, in my days, I was very active on boards of directors of different clubs. But I never joined the running club for some reason, so I'm, I feel guilty there. And I would, if I had to do over again, I would do that. One sad thing, though, I just found out a runner, a girl, 50 years old, I did two, a 5K with two years ago, is now in hospice care due to breast cancer, and it expanded. And, you know, you know cancer is something that starts years before you get any symptoms. Now, this diet... Besides other things, if you start early enough, we'll present cancer. So you never know what's in the future. And I feel like cancer would have been my fate by now had I not started this diet. So this diet, is, you know, starting as early in life is, is number one. Yes, health is wealth, and the diet helps us be healthy so that we can be feel wealthy and live long. Yes. Okay, Augie, you have a really good billboard that you'd like to share, and this is one you'd put anywhere. What would you say on the billboard, and what advice would you would you add there for everyone to see? Oh, that one. Well, there's only one line I could do there that would say, "Go Nutritin, and you will wake up eager." That's about <laughs> just that That's one great. line. That's about it. Any tips on getting started with the Nutritarian diet? Have you had friends who started the Nutritarian diet? And- struggled with it any tips around that oh i have only have uh, i uh gotta admit one time i had the optometrist i was going with he was impressed and he started on the nutritarian diet he gave me a bottle i went into his into his office and he gave me a bottle of wine he said thank you for getting me started on this diet and i had a talk at a uh, rotary club 
And the guy who asked me to do the speech, he started the diet. He gave me a loud ream saying that he started the diet, and he thanked me for that. And I have others that make comments to me. So I'm sure I'm influencing some that I don't realize. At least that's my thinking anyway. Wonderful. Wonderful. And then we'll close with, Augie, one more chance to share some wisdom or advice from your life, what you want everyone listening here today to take away from the dis- our discussion about health, fitness, and, and nutrition. What would you share? Well, I'd like to remember is <laughs> I think it's the best eating lifestyle ever developed. And you have to read one of his books. Research the word nutritarian, and you're going to find Dr. Furman in his book, Eight for Life. Now, that's one I recommend. Now, as he says in his book, and it is true, you have to have the knowledge of the diet and know why it works, and that's what helps you, re- you know, stick with it. So the knowledge of the diet is important. Now, as I like to say, don't worry. Don't be pulled. Don't worry about peer pressure. Just stick with this diet here. As they say, that your health is your responsibility. No one else, it's you. You have to believe in it and stick with it. That's been my motto and my goal. Another important thing about this thing, it's not just diet, you have to exercise. So I think a minimum would be to get up to a one hour walk, steady walk to build up the, your pulse a little bit. Of course, you know, running, tennis, cycling, swimming are all great. And uh, martial arts would be fantastic. Even Zumba classes would be good. Anything exercise. I don't like to say I'm an example, but it's up to you. It has to. You have to do it for your own purposes. And and this book will give you the guideline of how to get there. But you have to want it, and that's that's the desire. And and this, you know, as I feel like this diet is the method, but it's up to you. Wonderful. Well, Augie, thank you. This has been wonderful. I appreciate you, and I, I can't wait to share this with my friends and family and my coworkers and colleagues. Thank you for being a great role model, and thank you for taking time to be here today on the podcast. Thank you. I just want to say last year, uh, you know, dear wife and I are enjoying our retirement years, traveling and watching our grandkids grow up. Now, cruising is our other, um, other activity, so we're waking up even to go cruising. No, we've, we've been on like 200 cruises. And to put that in perspective, that's like living on a cruise ship for four years. So <laughs> I wish you all good health. Thank you, Susie. We want to be like you, Augie. You're our role model. <laughs> we love you and appreciate you. And thank you. And I love that you're cruising and being an example of the good life. Happy life. Healthy, happy, energized, feeling good. So thank you. Thank you, Susie. I wish everybody good health. So I hope you feel inspired from Augie and interested in in his example. The show notes for today, the links to the book we talked about, and other resources at pricelessprofessional.com forward slash healthy aging secrets. It's all one word, pricelessprofessional.com forward slash healthy aging secrets. There you'll get links to everything and the recording, and you can listen to the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So Type in Wake Up Eager Workforce and you'll find us. I want to share some of my favorite insights from this episode and just kind of recap and remind you of, of what he shared. And then I'm going to share a little bit about my journey with the Nutritarian Diet. Not a lot, but a little bit um, after I kind of recap some of my favorite things just to kind of bring some points home. 
Augie says, I fully believe that at my age, at 93, I'm only here running because of my conversion to the nutritarian diet. And so that's kind of why I want to share a little bit about uh, what I've experienced. And so I do feel like I'm aging backwards uh, because I feel so much better. And it has to do with the arteries and, you know, less inflammation. And so I, I, I like that he said that because I think, man, how can I be feeling so good? And he's kind of confirming it based on his age and interest. So as a reminder, what is the Nutritarian Diet? It's a high nutrient plant-based diet. So it's getting all these nutrients into your body so that you feel good. And it means eating only the healthiest foods. So, you know, easily said and kind of common sense, but sometimes we don't live common sense based on all the pressures we have in our life and the marketing and, you know, all the confusion about diets. But basically the healthiest foods make the healthy, healthiest diet. <laughs> so we want to figure out what those foods are. That's kind of why I'm so excited about this whole program because it's it has made me feel great and it's so easy once you're on it. And it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Eat the healthiest foods. Eat the things that um, make people live longer and focus on that. So he's a great example because listen to his health statistics. He has no, he said he has no prescriptions. His cholesterol is at 150. His resting pulse rate is around 46. And he does that fat scale, which uh, having extra fat on our body is what creates a lot of storm in our body, creates more artery issues and more immune issues. And, um, but he has a body fat of 14.6% and a visceral fat of five and the body age, which he chuckled and liked this a lot. His body age at 93 is 44 based on that Omicron, Omron fat scale, which is very cool. He says that I think, and I mentioned this already, but I'll restate it in his words. I think this diet is so beneficial and so good because it keeps your arteries clean. So clean arteries, with clean arteries, you don't get common diseases like high blood pressure, heart disease, dementia, high cholesterol, cancer. He recaps his running with saying he's run up to 20,000 miles, up to 40, 450 races. And again, that statement about most runners age out between 75 and 79, and he's still going. And what we all know is it's not easy to stay fit, but people can do it. And he's an example of that. You've, and what he says, he says it very clear. You got to exercise beyond your comfort zone. That means you have to sweat. You have to push the limits of the body. And for him, the races do that. And it's cool that Clint Eastwood is the same age as him. So that's very cool. I didn't realize where Clint was, but I didn't realize he was 93. Um, and he has this saying, and he says, when I get up in the morning, I don't let the old man in. I don't let the old man in. And, and so for Augie, running and this diet is his way of not letting the old man in. And as they say, your health is your responsibility. No one else, just you. That was kind of the final statement from Augie. So on that last point, you know, it's our responsibility. And I mentioned that I have really focused on this. I, I didn't grow up with family members who were focused on this or, or health conscious or athletic. I mean, there was no family environment that made that something that was a priority, but somehow, some way I gravitated towards it early on. And I think it was just not, it's just wanting to have an outlet. So I ended up going and doing aerobics and that has turned into a whole thing in my life. Um, but it, I think it became a way to control my life, my stress, to find confidence. And somehow out of all of that, 
people around me and mentors and kind of getting into the kind of fitness group has, has been a habit that I've cultivated. I've not been perfect at it. It's, you know, ebbed and flowed, been better sometimes than others. But I have found that every time I get back to it, I feel better. I feel better when I'm taking care of myself. I feel better that I'm taking that time and putting myself uh, first in a way so that I can be available to others. We can't give to others what we don't have within ourselves. And if you don't feel good in your body and feel confident in who you are and aren't rested and you physically feel awful when you walk into a room, it just is not a combination of uh, being able to be of great help to others. And then I liked what Augie said about not worrying much about what other people think. So you're not doing the fitness or you're not eating in a way that you're worried about other people are going to think I'm weird. You know, you just get focused on what is it that I have to do to feel good in my body. And then that's a journey for all of us. So, but there's a great amount of confidence and ease that could come from it as a result. And you could hear that in Augie, you know, like he knew what he knew and, and he, you know, has a lot of, uh, pride in the best kind of way you have pride where you just feel good about your capability. You're not worried about your ability to, to, um, live well. And, you know, you hear his bio that I read is they, are living and have lived a good life. And we can learn so much from other people around us. We have instant mentors and Augie's one of them, you know, that we can learn from. So, you know, over the years I've tried every kind of eating style. And so I've all found it interesting and it's all been informative. Um, But for the last three years or so, I've been eating the Nutritarian way like Augie, and I've seen incredible results. So it's heartening for me to see him talk about it because you, nobody's really that interested in your results and you don't want to really talk about yourself so much, you know, and I don't, but I am in this episode uh, because it's, um, you know, it's just incredible that this is possible. So it's not necessarily about me. It's about saying, hey, this is possible. We can feel better. And so for me, I'm, I'm back in my high school weight, uh, low cholesterol, low body fat numbers, all the things that he was talking about. I turned 59 this year. I'm able to work out longer and harder, higher and faster than I did 30 years ago. Um, So I've always kind of stayed in the fitness game a little bit, sometimes more than others. But, you know, now it's like, I'm like, who is this person doing this that has no aches and pains? All the inflammation and things that you get as you get older, it's not a given. Uh, We have the ability to take control of that. You know, we have ability to try to improve our sleep and uh, make our energy stronger. We're not a victim to old age or getting older. And my joke always is on my birthday and all my family members know I say it. Oh, I'm 29 again. <laughs> and this is the first couple of years where I've actually like, huh, I might feel like I am actually anti-aging. It's not just a, a joke on a card. But it's fun to know that it's a possibility. So I'd love for you to let me know how you're doing. What are you doing to feel strong and healthy and create Wake Up Eager Days? And maybe I can feature you on a future podcast. I hope that Augie's story is interesting to you. When you look at the show notes at pricelessprofessional.com forward slash healthy aging secrets, you'll see links to... Uh, years ago, I wrote a book, 120 Mind, Body, Spirit Tips. There's a complimentary PDF download of that book. There's another uh, 
set of tips that I did from a series that we ran. There's episodes to a couple other people who have talked on the podcast about their healthy lifestyle habits. Go check that out. One thing that I've done over the years, and I do this for my husband every day when he's traveling, one great way to get nutrients, because this is Nutritarian, is about nutrients in your body, eating high nutrient foods, is green smoothies. They can be delicious. So I've got a link to a page where I talk about that. I started that like back in 2009 and knew I had hit on something. I didn't quite get to the nutritarian lifestyle yet or the eating the full nutrient density, but I knew smoothies was a pathway to it. It's an easy way to, um, to eat well or start your day out right. So check that out. Go to pricelessprofessional.com forward slash healthy aging secrets for all of those links. Be sure to, scru- to subscribe to the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And one last reminder that I've been sharing is we'd love a review. If you give us a review, we're giving you a free Workplace Motivators Assessment. It's a 24-page report. We've got over 100 development resources. All that tied together is a value of about $350 because it's like having your own coaching call. Um, it has a video in there, a debrief video that helps you understand your results and then tons of resources. So leave us a review so others can find us. Then we can know that we're on track or that you like something that we've done and let me know and we'll send you a complimentary link, okay? And if you're not sure how to leave a review, go to pricelessprofessional.com forward slash review, uh, all, uh, all lowercase, and uh, talk about how you do that. So check us out. Our directory is at wakeupeagerworkforce.com. And if I can ever help you in any way, or if you have ideas or you want to talk about something that you're doing that's completely cool to stay, create a wake up eager life and mind, body, spirit strong. Okay. Uh, reach out to me. And my email is Susie at pricelessprofessional.com. Thanks for tuning in and let's remember health is wealth and let's all continue to create uh, every day our wake up eager life. Thank you. This episode of the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast was brought to you by Priceless Professional Development. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to pricelessprofessional.com to gain access to more professional development resources. 